Okay, it is it is election night in America. Welcome to Blaze TV. My name is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. Welcome to our election night coverage that will take us late into the evening. We imagine could be in a few days. Who knows? But we're not going to be here for all of that. We're here tonight. Not only is this election between President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joseph Biden historically monumental for a lot of reasons, I think we can also describe it as critical. A lot of historians, uh, if they hear the word critical or the phrase critical election, it's got specific and special meaning. It doesn't simply mean that an election has a vital or crucial role in America, although those things are true. It means the election can potentially change a party itself. It can redefine our country. Uh, It could redefine what we represent as a country. In a critical election, the parties go through significant change. The central ideas and ideologies around which they're organized are reformulated in ways that are fundamental and far-reaching into our collective futures and our culture. In short, it changes the narrative, and we're facing that in this election. Whereas every presidential election cycle introduces some new ideas and personalities, not every election produces change in the party's basic vision and belief system. A critical election is a rare sort of generational event that attains landmark significance because by collecting controversial ideas in a new and different way, it charts a new direction for the country opens up new possibilities and projections. And when such an election occurs, the basic message of an entire political party of a country can be transformed. Critical elections are more about the candidates and their characters. They're not so much about the characters and the candidates of the candidates. They're about the ideas that define the nation and how these ideas can become embedded in a structure of power and ultimately affect us as a culture. Now, you can look to history. You can remember the, can't remember it, but you can recall history. 1800, Thomas Jefferson marked the beginning of organized party opposition in the United States. Andrew Jackson's election in 1828 marked the birth of a new and more democratic style of presidential campaigning. It also gave birth to a new type of president who espoused a distinctive set of ideas that were firmly anti-aristocratic. In fact, he rejected forms of government that bestowed more benefits on the privileged. Election of 1860, which catapulted Abraham Lincoln into the presidency and brought about the advent of the Republican Party as well as the Civil War. William McKinley's presidency cut short due to his assassination in 1901, but his election was critical as the Republican Party became the champion of big business, catering to the needs of capitalism and industry working to enhance America's growing global might. The election of FDR, 1932, deemed critical as a concept of social welfare, was one that earlier generations of American leaders and politicians didn't really consider. What we think of today as securing a particular quality of life for Americans and keeping them from true hardship, well... This had not been a dominant idea before then. And prior to 2016's election of Donald J. Trump, our most recent critical election was 1980 and the election of Ronald Reagan. It changed conservatism, the identity of the Republican Party altogether. We're still seeing that today. Tonight, we find ourselves at another critical crossroads. The way we live our lives, the way we protect ourselves, the way we make our money, the way we view our national identity, all of these things are at stake In this election of 2020, it's been a crazy year. So, of course, why in the hell should we expect anything less than a crazy election night? So buckle up, America. The condition is critical. Sitting next to me, the one and only Glenn Beck. How are you? I'm good. Well, I think I'm good. I'm trying to be good. I want to be good. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be happy. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I, I, I... I mean, I hate to go all God so early, but <laughs> he's it's in his hands. Yeah. You know, George Washington stood up at the Constitutional Convention mm-hmm. and they had worked and worked and worked and argued and worried about every single word. And it got down to, of course, New York um, wanting freebies. And they said, 
unless you cut us mm. some extra things here, we're not going to sign on. And the whole room stopped, and Franklin uh, had been trying to reason with them, and he, they stopped, and they realized they're in an impasse. And the whole room turned to Washington. He had said very little um, during the Constitutional Convention. He was just there to bring everybody together and keep the peace. Um, and he stood up and he said, uh, let us raise a standard that the wise and the honest can repair. Uh, the rest, the event, is in the hand of God. I don't know if we've raised a, an honest standard, um, but I know the standard that they raised. And if, if we're smart, we're going to repair it today. Do we have the honest that can repair it? You know, I was not for Donald Trump in 2016. Right. It may come as a surprise to you. <laughs> um, but uh, I have grown to believe he is uniquely qualified. And, you know, Churchill, everybody's like, he's no Winston Churchill. You're right. He doesn't drink all the time. Right. Churchill was hammered most <laughs> of the time. He was very, very funny. But he was he was... He was also not a statesman as they expected them to be, in, especially in England. He wasn't that guy. Right. Um, and, uh, and look what he did. And I think Trump may become our Churchill. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, I've 10 years ago, I could predict America. Mm-hmm. Are we so far lost has our ability to reason, to see truth, to understand the consequences, to understand the Constitution and the Republic, um, to see where our wealth and our blessings come from. Have we lost so much of that that we vote for our own destruction? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're doing. The choice is the Constitution or something different that nobody's defining and that's what i mean when i say a fundamental change a critical election because now you have these ideas that heretofore we wouldn't listen to a socialist america that that's that's there that's being discussed uh that will listen that we are at a time if this goes poorly tonight and goes towards the democrats you will see the Supreme Court become a, lo- a legislative body. Mm-hmm. You will see the filibuster go away. You will see the balance. And this is, you know, tomorrow we may be having a very different conversation on both sides. And that is, how do you stop a civil war? Mm-hmm. Because if you get rid of just just the Electoral College, that means the United States always must bow down to the cities. Well, I have a farm. I have a ranch. I don't want to do what's right in Dallas. It's not right for me outside of the city. Mm-hmm. It's not right for me in the middle of the country. We fundamentally tra- transform into a democracy. Um, and really, with what we've seen with Joe Biden and the deep state, uh, a democracy that is full of oligarchs. I just wish I could get directions to your ranch. Like that's, that's what I'm looking <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, not going to happen. That would be a silver yeah, line. Not, not going to happen. <laughs> Come on, Glenn. What a, it, let's say Joe Biden, God forbid, Joe Biden is elected the next president of the United States. He's number 46. 
You just did a special on this. What do the first three months, what do the first hundred days look like in Joe Biden presidency? So I think there is a question of whether he even makes it for the first three months. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, there's some prophecy in the Apocrypha Bible uh, that is pretty stunning. Uh, and I believe it applies to this time and this election. Um, but he is, um, uh, he is not in control of his own agenda, and they will ram it through. You will see the end of the Electoral College. You will mm-hmm. see the packing of not just the Supreme Court, but a fundamental transformation of all justice in America. They believe that Donald Trump has packed the Supreme Court and the lower courts. No, he didn't. He was following the Constitution. You'll see an end to the filibuster. Once you get those things in line, you no longer will be able to have a Republican win another election. Mm -hmm. The balance of power is gone. If they win tonight the House, the Senate, and the White House, um, you won't recognize our country by summer. I'm hoping somebody will wake Joe Biden up and tell him it's election day. Uh, (laughs) That's that's how bleak that is. Uh, This is I did a poll on Twitter and I said, who are you voting for, Donald Trump or Kamala Harris? That's really what it comes down to. It is. In this. It is. And, and although tongue-in-cheek, that's the reality. Well, I mean, look, when we call states, um, can we show the graphics? This is what happens tonight. We start our, our coverage actually begins at, uh, what time is it now? Six, seven, seven o'clock central time. Um, if you, if when we start calling states, if we call it for Donald Trump, you'll see this come across the screen. Okay. Uh, and uh, and like I thought it was drinking game. Yeah, and I thought it was I thought it was only appropriate that if we have to call a state for Biden, this goes across the screen. <laughs> I mean, that's Joe in the uh, in the wheelchair yeah, headed towards the cliff because uh, it's yeah. It is uh, it, I mean, that's not far from reality. Yeah. We've got a few minutes left with Glenn before he's got to go do the real work here. Uh What's the path to the presidency for Donald Trump? We, in my opinion, he needs to win uh, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and pretty decisively. If we start to see those Mm -hmm. things as a decisive win, um, you're going to probably have a good night. Um, Ohio, if he's eight, nine points ahead, that will bode well for for Pennsylvania. He needs in my opinion at least four bare minimum in Philadelphia to five points just to be in Pennsylvania just to conquer the fraud that I think is going to happen. If you start to see him um break away from those polls and they are a lot different, um you're going to have a good night for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. If Florida and Georgia break to Biden, uh, they'll, they will call, you know, they, they've been saying you can't call this election on election night. They will call it for Biden. Do you think it's a little misleading when you look at the size of the Donald Trump rallies, tens of thousands of people versus a Joe Biden rally with 12? This is the thing I can't square. I can't, I just can't uh, square it. Mm -hmm. America has gone through a summer of violence, of burning down our, our streets the Democrats uh, haven't said anything about it. Uh, it it's, 
it's not American in the American psyche to deal with things the way the Democrats have. Mm -hmm. You look at not standing for the national anthem, in fact, kneeling. You look at the ratings of the NFL and, the, and Major League Baseball and everything. They've, they're way down. You look at the size of the crowd and the lack of um, excitement for Biden. You look at the ground game that, that uh, Donald Trump has done and no ground game for the Democrats. Mm -hmm. None of those make sense. None of those point to a Biden victory. None of those things. So it's, if, if the polls are right tonight, then everything we know about an election and America is wrong. Mm -hmm. Do you really think it's possible for Joe Biden to get more popular votes than Hillary Clinton did in 2016? Usually, uh, there's another thing that's wrong. Usually you don't win by being against something. Mm -hmm. You have to be for something. That's where the excitement comes from Donald Trump. People are for him. Nobody is for Joe Biden. Um, but if you, again, watch the polls, read the polls, watch television, they're saying, yeah, absolutely. The thing that he has that um, Hillary Clinton didn't have is an incumbent, mm -hmm. you know, that you're fighting against. All of the media is on your side. And he doesn't have the high negatives because no one, no one in the media allowed to talk, were allowed to talk about his corruption. Everybody, even Democrats, were sick of the Clintons by then, and they were sick of their corruption. They knew they were corrupt. So he's just, he's almost like the unnamed Democrat, you know? When they do these polls, you're going to run, you know, they do it like in 2017, would the unknown Democrat win in a race against Donald Trump? <laughs> yeah, that's who he is. He's almost the unknown Democrat. Yeah. It's just everybody funnels into him what they hope. Glenn Beck, the republic rests in your brain tonight on Blaze TV. It's all on you. <laughs> hey, you. listen, I'm sorry. It's all on you. Okay, You're going to be I'm the only sober one here. <laughs> yeah, I will be. Folks, we've got a full and I won't. I, don't, I wouldn't count on that if things start to go. <laughs> we'll see how it's it goes. It's been 25 years. I'm sure I've kicked the alcoholism see, thing. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll make sure in Studio 22 we're doing enough for you. Folks, we got a full night of big names, big news, and uh, this is just the start. But look, we know you're starved for this kind of hard-hitting, good-looking, truth-finding news coverage. <laughs> and that doesn't have to be only on nights like tonight. Go to blazetv.com, enter the code 2020 for a huge discount on our streaming service where top names like Glenn Beck, Mark Levin, Steven Crowder, and me can be found day or night. Make sure to subscribe because unique voices are more important than they've ever been. Don't go anywhere, folks. we got a jam-packed show for you tonight, all live from Studio 22. Coming up, we're going right to the heart of Washington, D.C., where our very own Elijah Schaefer is on the ground in Black Lives Matter Plaza, monitoring the protests and riots that are planned for tonight. You don't want to miss this. But first, election season is all about exercising our rights, one of the most important of which is the Second Amendment. And with the holidays coming up, Got the perfect gift for the tactical gear lover in your life. That's TacPack. You've heard me talk about it a lot. And it's the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, prepper, and Second Amendment enthusiasts. And for just $49.95 a month, you get at least $100 worth of gear every month from different companies like 511, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First, Tactical, Armaspec, and a whole, whole lot more. Every month, they send out AR-15 parts and accessories, EDC tools, knives, and other gear to keep you prepared for when 
the poo-poo hits the fan-fan, and it's already been smearing all over the walls all year long with no end in sight, and it could get worse tonight. They just unveiled their December pack, which has one of the coolest gunsmithing tools on the market, as well as multiple American-made parts and accessories. The packs are selling out early, so sign up for the December pack ASAP. Use promo code CHAD, you know I spell it CHAD, at checkout to receive an extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack absolutely free. Go to TACPAC.com. Sign up today. That's T-A-C-PAC.com. Offer code CHAD. Be right back. America, the black community, when will you wake up? They have rigged the system against you and all of us from the start. America is under attack from within. Their real goal is to destroy everything that stands in the way of a powerful state. And the American family is the target. They are attacking now the traditional nuclear family. The left created a system that literally began systematically disintegrating black families. Glenn Beck exposes the real agenda behind today's progressive movement. They are working towards the complete transformation of the American society. And its plot to destroy the family. Good old-fashioned American elite progressives have also decided the family needs to be put down. Watch Glenn Beck on demand on Blaze TV. This movement is absolutely ruthless if you do not toe the line. Start watching today. Sign up now at blazetv.com. Oh, my goodness. Look who is in the hot seat now. So much prettier than Glenn Beck. Uh, I was going to say, Glenn really transformed. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Sarah Gonzalez, the host (laughs) of the news and why it matters. And uh, let me take it over to the pub real quick. We got Lisa Page, host of Lisa Page Made Me Do It, Jason Buttrell, chief researcher here at Blaze Media and Blaze TV, and of course, my favorite, Eric July. Good to see you, pal. Thank you guys for being here. This is going to get wild tonight. And uh, do you guys, do y'all have a fear? Like, do you worry about your safety tonight or in the days ahead going forward as far as civil unrest or anything like that? You should. If you're not worried about it, yeah, you damn well better. Do, do, because... do you think still in Texas, though? Because well, I'm like, okay. I'm in the suburbs of yeah. Texas. I don't really worry that much. Mm-hmm. We're all carrying. I don't really, I haven't carrying seen any, what? any riffraff. Uh, not the guns that I lost in the boating accident. <laughs> not there those. Uh, but I don't, I don't feel like it hits close to home. I think some other people should worry. It, mm-hmm. it was eye-opening after the George Floyd stuff came here. I remember Elijah Shane yeah. was running around covering a lot of that, and he said he did. Downtown. I, downtown. I, downtown. Yes, but yes. I guess, it, yeah, it is a question of if it spills out um, right. to the suburbs. When it does that, then they're going to have a bad day. Right. Because they're not used to stuff like that. But with those, of those two, there's 200 national protests scheduled all over the country. These are very, very well organized, and one's in Dallas. So it will be here tonight. I just don't know how far it'll spread. In da- yeah, in Dallas. I would imagine. I mean, it go it spreads to the suburbs in like Portland. Yeah, they're that, not coming to the birds here. I'd be here. shocked if it spreads okay, to the so suburbs. That's, yeah. the deal, that's the deal is, you know, people live in the suburbs. They live in rural areas for their safety. Mm-hmm. They like the security mm-hmm. and they are pretty secure. Uh, Eric, July, what do you think as far as uh, the, the potential of what could come? I mean, as far as it going out to the suburbs, I really I'm not worried about that. I'm really not worried about that. I don't think it's going to get that bad to where 
in the city, of course, downtown, we've already seen that happen. So I think every individual has to expect that. Yeah. They have to anticipate that. I think you'd be a fool not to. Um, I think you had areas already boarding up their windows and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think we have to be precise, as I've said on many shows here, that, of course, the griping is going well we can't call it griping let's say destruction is going to come <laughs> from the leftists now would yeah. they would they do that if biden wins i don't know but for sure if if trump wins but as far as my personal safety no i have something on me that is specifically on me to deal with those that's sorts of my problems. man you know <laughs> that's why i carry my tactical said, fanny pack of death <laughs> exactly, exactly lisa page is gonna be like a mccloskey lady just flagging don't you worry everybody i'll cut you don't don't be flagging don't be flagging y'all want to see the real deal and this is legit uh i want to uh i want to take you guys to washington dc black lives matter we're gonna go to our very own elijah schaefer elijah buddy first of all elijah how you doing pal you know, I couldn't be better. I'm in a place named after a group responsible for about six months of nonstop violence, uh, terrorist attacks, and looting. So nothing feels more American on uh, election night than being in a place named after Black Lives Matter. How many people are out there in that plaza? You had to guess. Well, I would say there's probably about 200 media, and uh, if we split the groups up between the mentally unwell and just sightseers, there's probably about maybe 50 to 100 sightseers and probably another couple hundred at least uh, around me that I would say that their their mental acumen and their ability to be respected as well-thinking individuals might be put into question by the insane things they've been spewing. Do you feel like there is a physical threat of danger for those, as you called them, sightseers there tonight? You know, what's really interesting about tonight, though, is that they have completely shut down the city. So there's a a protest group. I I prefer to call them more like micro-terrorists because they only only produce terroristic acts in small doses, and especially when cops aren't around. Uh, They're called Shut Down DC. They've never successfully done it, but federal police, cosmopolitan police, you can't see it, but all around me for several city blocks, they've used dump trucks, uh, riot vans, cars. I mean, there's hundreds of of police vehicles uh, involved all around the area, and they've just shut down the city. There's no traffic in or out. I mean, this place has prepared for very serious civil unrest, and I'm thinking they might have prepared properly, and it might actually thwart it. So I think the danger's not really there for the sightseers. For conservative media, yeah, we have armed security around us, so definitely, definitely dangerous for... Definitely dangerous if you're not a Biden supporter. Well, hopefully you're wearing your body armor tonight, unlike Philadelphia last week, you crazy, crazy man. So you, you kind of got tuned up a little bit, got punched in the lip. Uh, how are you feeling, first of all? Do you, you have to get stitches? Uh, well, I probably should have. I now have about uh, a ball of scar tissue in my upper lip the size of uh, a large grape. So that's not always good. Um, you don't really want balls in your lips, and that means more more things than one. Uh, realistically speaking, I, I was going to say, though, that, uh, you know, We've already been kind of getting eyed out and spotted out by our good old black bloc Antifa. Uh, We have communist revolutionaries around us who have made uh, these signs. If you can kind of tilt the camera over here and try to track with me this way. Um, Right here, right over here, this is a Revcom, which is a uh, refused fascism. You're probably familiar with this group all around the country. They've been making signs uh, using like toilet paper rolls and stuff. And so it's really, uh, we're really, really crafting out here and getting things in. 
you know, really demonstrating our artistic skills. You actually, you see right here, these are the U-line tubes. We're bringing a box. I guess they're not toilet paper rolls. They're tubes, uh, and we're making hundreds of signs to make more people appear to be more well-organized in their resistance. So you're saying that the folks that are carrying those U-line boxes right there, they're in the process of making those signs. I love how you just wade right into them. It's no wonder you got punched. But, uh, and, and it's like your wife said the other day. She said, well, it, we knew at some point in time Elijah was going to get punched in the face. We're just glad he didn't get shot in the face or stabbed anything less than that. And I was like, well, that's a good woman to have at home praying for you. But uh, it, So they're out there making those signs. From your perspective... Uh, first of all, are, do you have a sense of fear or nervousness being out there? Are there buildings around you that are boarded up? What, what's the general atmosphere? Yeah, I mean, I've already seen uh, people surround an individual uh, named Taylor, and he's a, kind of an activist, I guess, a right-wing activist. And one man actually told him, you know, I'm going to send you home in a body bag. So, I, I mean, I've heard kinder words. Uh, you know, out there in the world. And I would say that the general consensus out here is that people out here are mostly Biden supporters. They're mostly left, left wing. Uh, there's a lot of signs that I can't read them on air, uh, but they're things that maybe like your one of your spouses would yell at you when you made a mistake. Uh, so some very, very, very serious issues. But I've also seen too the fact that there's actually really no police in the plaza. So I don't know why that always happens. Where the where are the police? They're they're out there blocking the streets, but we're not really seeing law enforcement presence at all. That seems kind of odd to me. Are there are there, do you have an escape plan, Elijah? I mean, fight or flight. What's it going to be for you if things really go south tonight? What's your plan? Um, just this says Trump Pence out now. I'm just going to stick it on here and keep <laughs> That's doing awesome. Doing. <laughs> That's awesome. And that's been the beauty of your strategy, of whether you've worn Antifa gear or Black Lives Matter. I've been to your house numerous times. I've seen the burnt Trump hats that you've collected in, in scenarios like this. But I think we're going a little bit further than burning flags and burning hats. What's your prediction for this night overall? I think some cities are going to burn. Uh, unfortunately, this is not like random chaos. Uh, these, these are, I mean, if you see, there's actually an Antifa individual uh, sort of walking past me right now. Uh, I mean, people here have metal bats. Uh, I've seen people with, they have gas masks. I mean, people are ready for a riot. Will that accumulate in the nation's capital? I'm not exactly sure uh, because I think police are doing a phenomenal job besides being not being here. Uh, but on top of that, I think around the country, I know you guys mentioned doubts about Dallas. Have we not learned from like Lancaster and Pennsylvania or Kenosha and Wisconsin or even Dallas in, uh, a few months ago? I mean, unfortunately, toxic ideologies and the promotion of violence and these organized groups really don't have limits on the cities that they can reach. So perhaps it's going to be a city we haven't seen yet. Um, I'm just hoping it's not, it's, not, it's not Fort Worth. So at least at least my house will be safe. No, but I'm hoping for America that the police will be able to do a really good job. And I'm also hoping that the National Guard actually steps up because I think it's about time that we stop tolerating violence, looting, rioting as a reaction to people not getting their way politically. And I hope the rest of the country follows. So I know you're on a lot of the message boards. I, of course, was on Twitter and various other social media platforms today with the accusation that this is right-wing people. These are conservatives who are out here looting and burning and, and tearing up these cities. Literally read that uh, numerous, numerous times. Are, are you seeing any factions? I mean, we've heard mention of the Proud Boys, all of these folks. Are they out there with this sense of civil unrest tonight? 
Well, I actually saw the Proud Boys today. They were out doing one of the most dangerous acts of terror I've ever seen. They stuck Trump signs in the dirt in front of the CNN building. So I know when they talk about, you know, uh, right-wing uh, terrorism and these types of things, I'm fully aware and understand that, you know, I don't know if CNN will ever recover from uh, having a Trump sign be put in their garden. But on a real note, uh, I think if you're going to blame this stuff on white supremacy, if you're going to blame this on the, the hard right, you probably just haven't come to one of these events because there really aren't a lot of right-wingers here. And, and I want to point you to the Minneapolis. They go, well, see, we got a guy who's a part of Boogaloo Boys, uh, which they call a white supremacist or right-wing um, group. I'm going to hold my language here for one second. Give me a second. This is just a giant group of Antifa walking by, so, and so I'm just trying to chill. Okay, here we go. So, uh, so basically, uh, they, they call them Boogaloo Boys, uh, and the, the guy, he was screaming out against the police. Uh, he was screaming Black Lives Matter. I mean, does that sound like a right-wing person to you? Plus, the Boogaloo Boys aren't even really a right-wing group. They're just more like an anarchist, anti-government group. So there's a lot of blame put on groups that are not responsible. And it's at this point, it's actually just kind of fun to see the tweets, I think, and just laugh at poor Ted Wheeler. Because like I always say, Portland deserves Ted Wheeler, and Ted Wheeler deserves Portland. Elijah, uh, hey, I I have to get your reaction to this because I read it uh, earlier today and I just, I couldn't believe it. It's now being, well, not now, it's, I'm sure it's been said for a while, but it's being said now that um, Antifa is actually just, a, it's made up. It's completely made up by Republicans who are creating the signs and the Facebook groups and all of the other methods that have been used to uh, get these Antifa groups together who go and cause chaos. Apparently, that's just a bunch of Republicans trying to create a mirage that there is actually a group called Antifa. I wondered if you would might if you might want to weigh in on that. Yeah, so, you know, there are actual websites that organize, like, anarchist action, like Crime Think. Uh, there's many more, actually. If you go, I could, uh, on my channel, Slightly Offensive, we go over a lot of uh, a lot of the websites that have actual exclusive membership. So talks about how to organize. They have meetings. They have trainings in bookstores. Uh, They're international. They have a handbook. Um, they send leaders around to train people in shield lines, umbrella tactics, things they borrowed from the Hong Kong riots and protests. Um, not very original, but at least they're learning. I'll give them that credit. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it is in some ways an idea, but it can be true that it's both a group, many groups, and also an idea, right? Because groups run on an idea. But these people really do believe that they are not only anti-fascist, but they believe they're fighting a holy war. It's very religious for many of them. Uh, many of them uh, are, are transvestites. Uh, homosexuals and uh, a lot of other interesting uh, lifestyle choices like with drugs and different things even homelessness so a lot of them may have been cast out maybe their families of society maybe felt like they didn't fit in some of them you know they're very anti-religious so I'm sure some of them grew up in Christian homes and uh, essentially a lot of these groups sort of uh, like, like cults they look for people who are disenfranchised and like I read one of the uh, Antifa pages today on Twitter they specifically said oh I'm really excited when my exes start to get radicalized um, and so they do understand that there's a form of radicalization to where it's not just an idea, but you actually become radicalized towards what? A group, a movement, uh, and a movement of groups. So, you know, it's one thing to call it an idea, but it's another thing to deny the fact that these people paired with Black Lives Matter have really caused a great amount of damage that's going to take years, maybe even a decade or more for our country to heal from. And, it, and it's, it's devastating, uh, like Jerry Nadler calling it a myth, 
that that's become the, the, the standard platform of the Democrat Party, just deny uh, and imply that what anybody's saying against you is untrue, even if there's evidence and the media backs you up. So that's even the sadder part. If you had to put, just really quick, if you had to put a percentage on how many of these people that you're talking about are just straight up mentally ill, what what would that percentage be? Because you're, you're out there interacting with them personally. You're talking so. about Antifa. Yes. Yeah. All of them. Um, I, I think you know they, they they boast about their mental illness, though they do. They they talk a lot about their 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 mental disorders and anxiety disorders. I mean, they put pronouns in their bios, and I mean pronouns on your bio is like a scarlet letter of mental illness. And I don't mean to mock these people, but you know it, it's it's really. Um, it's challenging when you realize that it's hard to get these people to probably come back to the truth because they're already imbalanced. They are open about their imbalances and then they use the weirdness to attract more weird people and then they act upon their imbalance. Uh, and I just feel really bad for the mental illness and I would like to say mental illness uh, awareness day is a real thing. Or in Portland, they just call that uh, every day. Every, every day. day. <laughs> Elijah Schaefer, host of Slightly Offensive. I don't get hit anymore. I don't want to see your Please. busted lip on social media anymore. It's disgusting. Stay safe. All right. Be safe. We love you, pal. Be safe. We're praying for you, man. Well, thanks, Elijah. Listen, no matter who wins or loses Thank tonight, you. big tech censorship is only going to get worse. And no, it's not fair. But until we can get a little fairness, the best way to get around them is to subscribe to Blaze TV right now. Use promo code 2020 for $30 off your annual subscription. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to dive into the world of big tech, social media censorship and fake news. But first, we're going to be talking about uh, as we're talking about big tech coming up, I want to remind you guys of a new kind of technology, health technology. Have you ever thought about your body's cellular health? If not, well, honestly, I haven't either. Why would we? Because cells are the foundation of our health, and they make us who we are. And one of the important building blocks of our cells is called NAD, which is vital for things like sleeping, breathing, eating, drinking, you know, stuff we like to do. You know, only some of the most important stuff that we enjoy every day but don't necessarily think about all the time. The bad news is as we age, our bodies don't make NAD like they used to. And here's the good news. There's a way to boost your NAD levels thanks to True Niagen. True Niagen helps counteract the effects of time on the body by promoting cellular repair. It also helps with healthy aging by supporting cellular function and metabolism to maintain overall health and well-being. True Niagen can also help you increase cellular energy. It replenishes the decline in NAD due to stressors such as lack of sleep and overeating. <laughs> you can keep up with your active lifestyle with True Niagen, and taking it also helps with cellular defense in the face of stresses such as alcohol consumption or immune stress, which is a form of cellular stress. We need True Niagen on set tonight. Mm -hmm. True Niagen has caught the attention of the scientific community and its remarkable ability to boost NAD, and they have over 10 clinical studies to prove it. So give yourselves a boost with True Niagen. Right now, new customers can save $20 on a three-month supply by going to True, that's T-R-U, Niagen, N-I-A-G-E-N, TrueNiagen.com slash WatchChad, and you'll save $20 on a three-month supply. TrueNiagen.com slash WatchChad. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Trillions of dollars have been poured into these communities. Where the hell does it go? Mark Levin speaks his mind. Cut the police. Oh, that's genius. Cut the police. He tells it like it is. This is a mob. These are thugs. They're not interested in justice. They're not interested in the rule of law. And he holds nothing back. We know that the media, the vast majority, will do their usual job. Lousy reporting. Levin TV. 
Watch exclusive episodes at blazetv.com slash Levin. So as we all struggle with the new normal, New York City gets to stay the same. You've never seen news. There's only one person who's had the balls to say, all right, we're going to sit in the National Guard. And pop culture. The Generation Z hip-hop, uh, your pussies. Covered like this. It's entirely based right. on conjecture, just like every single leftist conspiracy. Dollar, dollar bills, yo. <laughs> Louder with Crowder. Available on demand at blazetv.com slash Crowder. Not, not. Okay. Joining us now in the hot seat, host of the news and why it matters, Sarah Gonzalez. She's been analyzing all of your tweets this evening using the hashtag Blaze Election Stream. But before we jump into all that, I want to talk big tech because over the past four years, the bias of these huge conglomerates have, well, they've been a driving factor in how they let us use their websites. They're starting to crack down on, quote, fake news, blocking Twitter accounts for sharing credible article links, categorizing people for hate speech and attempting to shift the course of history by denying historical events like the Holocaust. We're actually seeing this stuff happen. This is crazy stuff that we see going on. Sarah Gonzalez, what in the hell is happening? (laughs) Uh, I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you, but shall, shall we, should we read some of the... I would love it. Okay. Let's do it. Well, and r- just a reminder for all of you out there who are tuning in to all of our live broadcasting tonight, you can use uh, the, the hashtag Blaze Election Stream. Join in on the conversation. We are going to be going through all of your tweets this evening uh, and picking some of them to read on air. So first we have Sharona. I go by Sharona. Sharona supports President Trump, who says, I am hashtag black, not Democrat. Democrats play with socialism, which is deadly and un-American. Democrats refuse to appreciate the beautiful and practical differences between the two sexes. Democrats refuse to protect the ingenuity, creativity and potential that lies in the womb, which is interesting when you talk about a black Democrat, by the way, because... They're just murdering their own babies and they don't seem to care, but they carry around the uh, the hashtag Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that works. Uh, we've got another tweet by Robin. Robin says, is Blaze doing live election night coverage tonight? And if so, will the hosts and guests be sober this time? I hope not. I could use a laugh. Well, it depends no, on who you're talking to. I mean, Glenn Beck, <laughs> uh, we're hoping that he stays sober. Yeah, but you you never know. It's a big night. I don't know that this one will be. I have zero sober. intention of remaining sober whatsoever. <laughs> None. I um I my baby's here. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit of a reserve. We'll let you. We'll of milk. You. We'll so <laughs> <laughs> put that baby on a little bourbon. It'll be just fine. I did bring the breast pump. So you know. <laughs> uh, all right, Kirk. It says the Twelfth Amendment, which addresses presidential and vice presidential elections, needs a repeal and a reenactment to force states to all abide by the same voting requirements for the elections of federal offices. Your thoughts on this matter, Chad Prather? Oh, I, you know, I, you know what? Here's the amazing thing to me. I read tweets like this, and everybody is a political science major, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has their opinion. They're all constitutional scholars on things <laughs> like this. And at this stage in the game, you could throw it all out. I, I don't want to throw it all out, but people are taking the Constitution and using it basically as, as, as a coloring menu for the kids when they go to the Denny's. It, it's gotten <laughs> horrible the way they've treated this thing. You guys over here at the pub, y'all are, y'all are social media-ites, all right? I know Eric is. Lisa is. Jason wants to be. And, <laughs> I mean, Eric, if you... Wow. Seen, have you seen the real? The, I mean, have you seen this kind of censorship that's going on in 
No, this is no certainly in recent history, nothing like that. And it just gets progressively, for lack of better terms, worse. Yeah. Um, we're, I think the whole like fact checking thing is something that we're all dealing with right now. Definitely those of us that are on like Facebook where you can't even post memes. I believe over us over at Being Libertarian, you know, we post uh, the uh, 50 cent with, with Trump hair. And they had to make sure that everybody knew that that was not that was not Donald that was not Trump. actually Donald Donald Trump or anything like that. It's just getting pretty insane as far as how crazy they're getting with this whole um, fact checking in elections. So I think it's going to keep getting worse for yeah. lack of better terms. And I, I hate that it's like that because we all as social media folks that kind of dwell on that. That's our little space. You know, we take a hit because of it. Yeah. But everybody on there, they're, they know all, they know it all. Yeah. Everything. Uh, we've got one more from Seth who says, I believe most people want independence, but are voting for Biden because of the manner in which Trump has behaved. If his behavior during the last four years had been better, I do not think the vote would be that close, which is interesting because I've heard something different from a lot of people who have said they think that that people will vote for Biden because of covid, not because of the way that Trump has behaved, not because of the tweets, but because they're scared of covid and they don't like the way President Trump has handled it. The biggest polling that I've seen has said exactly that. Mm -hmm. And personally, I don't think anybody's voting for Biden. I think they're voting against against President Mm -hmm. Trump. Yes. Uh, And if you want to look at his behavior, you're a suburban mom, Lisa Page, as as a a suburban housewife, whatever the phrase is. I don't even know what's being used. (laughs) The real housewife of Tarrant County. You're a suburban (laughs) woman. I don't I I don't even know. A housewife is probably an offensive thing. I don't really give a anyway. That was stereotypical of you. But I mean, you're a Trump supporter. Yeah. You're a Trump supporter. Has his behavior offended you? Never. And this is the conversation that I've had with Stu over and over again, even though he's not my favorite person right now. Oh. And I'm speaking for a lot of you because of, of what he thinks this turnout's going to be. But he said a, he thinks that a lot of these suburban moms, they're voting for Biden because he's the safer candidate. He's harmless. You know, he's quiet. He's He hasn't um, emotionally hurt them. Like a lot of these suburban moms are going with Biden only because they think he's not going to be on in their face and he's not going to be loud. He's not going to be narcissistic. He's too, he's he's not abrasive. All these stu- like I keep talking to these moms. I have been all week and it's like this is not an emotional decision. Take your emotions out of it and 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 look at what this country is going to be like if Biden gets elected. You're going to have to explain a lot of these things to your kids that they're not going to be allowed to do or uh you know, honor or all of yeah. the stuff that you know we've what you're said. You have to explain to your kids what true <laughs> is. <laughs> well, try explaining that to your kids. But I will say that over the last week, I have gotten so many messages from from moms, suburban moms that have voted in the past blue, and they have voted straight red, like Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I've got people from Virginia, Kentucky that have all been Democrats, and they just they're like, I'm sick of seeing the madness, the chaos, the unrest. My cities are burning down. I'm, I've lost friendships over this, you know, and I'm voting red. I'm voting red. You know, Trump's not my favorite, but I can see where he, where he would take us. Super duper fast. Jason Buttrell, chief, chief researcher. Talk about bad behavior. Jason the Bidens have, have had some bad behavior from all intents and purposes. What we see, there's bad behavior. How is that not affecting his candidacy. It's a good, very good point. And even if you take out the uh, the salacious stuff, the stuff about Hunter and all that, I mean, even if you take all, away all of that stuff, you've still got a, a you know a candidate for President Joe Biden that pretty much has ruled over a kleptocratic 
system. Right. You know, like if if we're going to say, hey, we're against countries like Russia or against countries like China because they they're kleptocratic regimes and they enrich the you know the uh, their, their family members and you know the elites stay at the, at the top and get richer while the poor. That's exactly what they claim to be against. Yeah. But that's what Joe Biden stands yeah, for. That's right. Well, and, and it's become a Frankenstein. We can't we can't get rid of it. It's in our village, right? And and it's the monster that lives with all of us, social media and big techs. Mm-hmm. Hey, if Trump wins or Biden loses, one thing's for sure, big tech censorship, it's real and it's only gonna get worse, just the same way Eric July just said it. So subscribe to Blaze TV now. Uh, added bonus for every Blaze subscription, another leftist has a glorious meltdown. I, I have never <laughs> seen a physical head pop, but I got a feeling this is my week. Oh, I, I, think I can't. This is my I, week. I really need to see that happen. Uh, <laughs> I want you to use promo code 2020. You're going to get $30 off. And uh, coming up next, we're going to go party central, babe. Party time, mom, in Studio 22. We're going <laughs> to yes. be hanging out over here at the pub, talking, bringing in all the fun people, and we're going to be uncensored here because it wouldn't be election night without us getting into at least a little bit of trouble and having the producers and everybody try to censor me. But first, uh, I want to thank Elijah Schaefer and his team for putting themselves literally on the front lines tonight. Be praying for Elijah and the crew. Uh, It's very strange that in 2020 we're uh, in on a live riot watch that's because leftist corporations, people like, believe it or not, Verizon and these big cell phone companies, have empowered radicals, literally, to tear our country apart by funding their efforts, most recently sending $10 million to Al Sharpton and others, started with impeachment, then exploiting the pandemic, followed by violent riots, and now they're threatening violence over filling the vacant seat on the Supreme Court, as we know, with Amy Coney Barrett, as that just happened. Patriot Mobile shares your values. They're not going to send your hard-earned money to aid in the destruction of America or fund Planned Parenthood. Get the same nationwide service and support a company that loves America, shares your values, and supports our police switching is easy keep your phone get a new phone you can bring the one you got you get a new one now you could uh they'll even let you keep your own number the the one you got right now unlike obamacare right you can keep your plan hey but now the best offer yet get a free month of service or free phone plus free activation with offer code chad i spell it chad go to patriotmobile.com slash chad to call or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more, so please make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Hang tight. Be right back. The Candace Owen Show. I'm not here to be a, a hero in every topic because the only way I can be authentic is if I actually know the facts. In-depth conversations. Your story really is the black American story, and I want to get into that. Fascinating guests. The only morally serious question is not who had slaves, it's who ended slavery. And a variety of topics. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. The Candace Owen Show. Watch on demand at blazetv.com. Rational thought. We can't just throw billions of dollars here and billions of dollars there. And arguments that cannot be broken. Here's the argument. We are in dangerous territory. The Democrats are trying to shred the Constitution in the midst of fear. Will Cow. Watch on demand at blazetv.com. Oh, my goodness. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. All right, look, we're sitting over here at the pub. We're not drinking anything yet. Yeah, We're waiting, okay? We're waiting to start to see some results pour in. It's going to be a long night. How hard, how fast we're going to go. Kamala Harris, um, this is a gal who doesn't even know what race she is. uh, So... (laughs) Uh, she turned black after they made her so announcement. There's so much to talk about. There's, there's, there's so much to talk about. We got Hunter Biden. How dare you, white uh, man? 
This, I mean, you got all this stuff that's come out of about Hunter Biden, which is Joe Biden's son, as you know. You may have heard his laptop was left at the computer repair shop and discovered on it were incriminating emails, inappropriate videos of Hunter in compromising situations. But is it affecting the voters? We referred to that in the last segment. Is it reflecting in the polls? Uh, for one former Biden supporter, it changed her entire outlook. Maybe. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I voted red. Uh, it's so weird, it's so weird, it's so weird, it's so weird. I was a Democrat, I was a Democrat, I was a Democrat. This year has shown me so many eye-opening things. And with this, with this laptop scandal, I can't, in good conscience, vote for Biden. I just could not, I, I, I did not. In 2016, I thought a dumb, misogynistic businessman was now our leader, and the world was over. I hated it. I don't know how to tell you how much I hated Trump. I don't. But you know, you know what? You know what I just did? I voted for Trump! (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Jason, we were just talking about this thing a little while ago. Jason Buttrell, he's been monitoring this story uh, long before it was national news. Is this a real deal? Unmute your mic over there. Uh, what is with this mute button? We're just on, we're just just on live television. We're censoring We're just on live television. I want to prove to everybody what censorship is real. What I was trying Amateur. to say, censors, was that that actually, actually does my heart well, good because I, I remember Ted Cruz said, what was it about like a week ago, two mm-hmm. weeks ago, that he said that would not phase voters either way. Mm-hmm. And I just could not believe that. Yeah. I mean, what I was just talking about, like this is literally how this is... I guarantee you people hate Joe Biden right now on both sides of the of the of the aisle because he revealed something that they've all loved to partake in. Yeah. They all love doing this. They've all got their own little schemes. The question is how do these corrupt politicians go from making $40,000 a year and having a V-dub and then being multimillionaires, some in the hundreds of millions of dollars and rolling around in a Bentley. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. This laptop well. shows you. And the real question is how much was Biden profiting off of this personally. Yeah. Now, he said in the past that he didn't discuss these deals w- w- with his father. But then on one of the re- recordings, this is one of the newer things that we uh, came out over the past week, was Hunter Biden talking in a recording on his laptop saying how one of his, his business partners, uh, Devin Archer, uh, used his name and or listed his name and both Joe Biden's name in a court case. Well, that court case was actually pretty insane. This is Hunter Biden's company defrauding millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars from a Native American tribe. Mm. This ticks off every single box that destroys every narrative about the left. You would think Elizabeth Warren would be outraged. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean, outraged. Right? Where was she on that one? I know. You talk about somebody who doesn't know their race. (laughs) Well, Joe Biden doesn't know he's in a race. (laughs) (laughs) Can you play that slot real quick? Real quick of Kamala. Check this out. During a radio interview this morning, she was asked about people questioning that she's not black enough. And I found it was important how she answered it and what she said. Let me play Mm. for you what she said. So I was born in Oakland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and raised in the United States, except for the years that I was in high school in Montreal, Canada. And look, this is the same thing they did to Barack. Yes. This is this is not new to us. And so I think that um, we know what they're trying to do. 
They're trying to do what has been happening over the last two years, which is powerful voices trying to sow hate and division among us. Mm-hmm. And so we need to recognize when we're being played. Oh. Yeah, this is the same woman who celebrated being the first Indian American uh, <sighs> senator. Uh, so it's very confusing. I don't I, listen. Maddening. Hey, it's almost time, folks. The hour is nearly upon us. I know you can feel it. It's palpable. Any last minute predictions? Guys, are you, are you feeling good so far? Are you still nervous? What I'm we- so stressed. I'm nervous because yeah, like of all the Eve. crazy things happening at the polls. Yeah. I was more optimistic before I read about that. Well, listen, the good thing is, this we know, we got a lot of talented people here, a lot of brainiacs, a lot of smart folks here at The Blaze, and thankfully, we don't have to guess. Uh, Stuber Keir, the host of Stu Does America, he's here to talk stats, numbers, data, polls, straws. I don't know, but it's all happening and coming up next, so nobody needs to move. Don't go anywhere. I really, truly believe the average American wants this to stop. Exclusively on Blaze TV. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. We don't just give you the news. 1,500 gym owners are suing in New York because they can't open their freaking gyms. We tell you why it matters. She is the most liberal senator of 2019. She is no moderate. The news and why it matters. Watch on demand at blazetv.com. You know, political reporters covering a serious medical and health issue, and they're simply not up to the task. There's a lot of confusion and misinformation. They were wrong about masks. They were wrong about ventilators. They were wrong about the curve. In today's world, there's no time for misinformation. The media's coverage of the coronavirus has been completely lopsided. And agendas. They're putting out lies and propaganda. Many studies, by the way, that the media uh, never covers. This is why people don't trust the media. The American people want one thing, truth. I've dug out the facts. These are facts. This is cold hard facts. You need someone you can trust with no liberal media bias. We cannot allow the Democrats and the media to strip away our God-given rights. At Blaze TV, we know the mainstream media is a joke. Where are you getting this information? Is it the mainstream media? And we're not afraid to say it. They all are left-wing hacks. You, Chris Cuomo, you are a communist sympathizer, and you hate the United States of America. I have to show you how disingenuous CNN is absolutely being here. It's really incredible. How much more is this country going to take? If you're tired of the mainstream media bullshit, join us today. We are Blaze TV. You want to talk to him? Hey, we're headed over to stage 19, just down the hall, where COVID survivor and self-proclaimed numbers man, <laughs> Stu Gear is crunching all the data on tonight's incoming results. Stu, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Chad. Uh, yeah, we are ready. It's the big night. It's We're finally here after all this delay. <laughs> are um, you excited? Are you depressed? I mean, how are you feeling? I'm excited to get this thing over with, frankly. <laughs> I've uh, had enough of thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we're in for a good night. I mean, I think, you know, there's a good chance of it. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we have a couple states to, to uh, call. Can we want to, want to do that first? What you got? Uh, we're going to start. We're going to start off. <laughs> Donnie T, baby. Look at that hair. All right. Moving. I love it. I want to see more of that tonight. We're going to see more. I think you will be. Uh, Kentucky, we're going to call here uh, for uh, Donald Trump, uh, as well as, uh, let's see, West Virginia. Now, these are not exactly shocking states, I would say, to uh, start off the night, but that's how this goes. Um, that gives uh, Trump, uh, of course, we've already broken one of the magnets. That's a surprise. Uh, 13. <laughs> this is high tech around Low budget. Really. Going, going 13. well. I need another one. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> we also have uh, Vermont and Virginia. Let's see. Vermont. 
And uh -oh. Virginia, uh -oh. going the opposite way, sadly. There was a time where Vermont was, or Virginia was at least a kind of a swing state. Not really anymore, at least at the moment. Uh, Does that surprise you at all, Stu, with Virginia? Uh, no, no surprise. I mean, the one thing you could do if you really wanted to be optimistic for Trump was to say uh, maybe they wouldn't call it immediately. Um, and all that means, and it's not a huge surprise, is that Trump didn't beat his polls by, um, you know, 10 points. Uh, he was probably going to lose this by between 10 and 13, uh, and he will, he will lose uh, both of those states. 16 electoral votes for uh, Joe Biden there. Of course, all of these magnets are breaking every time I touch them. So that's, so, that's, that's the night so far, Chad. So that's what's gonna oh, we're happen losing tonight. is awesome. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. awesome. So far, Stu, we're losing. <laughs> Thanks for well, the vibes. It's, it's 16 to 13. I wouldn't get too far down. Here, I'll give you a little good news here, though. Uh, the Florida numbers look pretty good. Uh, I would say it looks – if I had to guess right now, I think, I think uh, Donald Trump's going to win Florida. Mm -hmm. um, now, I thought he was going to win Florida before tonight as well, but it's, you know, it's good news that he's pulling that off. He, it was a must win for Donald Trump. We're not calling it yet. Still too close to call, but he is, I would say, ahead and his numbers look pretty good there. So well, that's the, positive. The thing that really pisses me off, Stu, is that my completely red 50 states, mm -hmm. my projection map is now gone to crap. Okay? <laughs> it's worse than my final four bracket. Who knew? I've already lost. Who knew that would happen? I thought for sure you had that one nailed. Right? <laughs> well, you know, as long as California flips. Uh, <laughs> listen, Stu, uh, I know you're going to be up there with the teetotalers uh, all night long. So if you want to sneak away. Mm -hmm. and get down here. I we want got you booze. To, uh, come hang out Studio 22, because guess what? It's going to get crazy <laughs> down here. I do expect your side of the studio to be more fun than my side. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, Over, overall, overall, do you feel positive or do you feel negative? I mean, I feel... Look, be honest, Stu. Trump needs to do two, uh, three things early. Win um, North, New, uh, Florida, North Carolina, and Georgia. Yeah. He got. We basically got to win all three of those. Yeah. The first one looks pretty good, Florida. The first one we have numbers for. So I mean, look, he's got to pull all three of those off. It doesn't mean he wins for sure. He's still got to pull off Pennsylvania, uh, but it's a good start. And I would say you start the night with a little bit of optimism here, Chad. There you go. Well, Stu, wow. go back to breaking your magnets. Uh, while <laughs> Stu's breaking magnets, I want you to go to blazetv.com, use the promo code 2020, get an unprecedented $30 off your annual subscription. Voices like mine, Glenn Beck, Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder, they're trying to silence us, folks. Don't forget the lovely Sarah Gonzalez as they well. They're trying to silence me, too. Uh, their twi your Twitter accounts, your YouTube, they're blocking videos. Show your support of the American dream and good old American values by subscribing today. I want you to stay with us all night as Blaze TV will be bringing you the most patriotic pro-free speech election coverage of the night. Glenn Beck hosts. He's joined by your favorite Blaze TV personalities such as Stu Gear and his magnets. Uh, <laughs> Steve Dace, Dave Rubin is going to join us. Uh, Ali Beth Stuckey, Elijah Schaefer is going to be coming back. You'll get some updates on what's happening in D.C. there at the Black Lives Matter Plaza in our nation's capital as America braces for Election Day unrest. I ain't going anywhere because the network put me on the meltdown watch along with Sarah and Jason. Eric July, Kez Schaefer is going to join us as well to monitor the mainstream media's tears and fears plus hard-hitting live news updates from Hillary Kennedy because, you know, it's going to get crazy out there. And special guest appearances from Ben Shapiro, Megan Kelly, Dinesh D'Souza, uh, George Washington, of course, is going to tune in and more. It all starts right now, folks. I want you to go blazetv.com and use promo code 
2020. Sarah, final thoughts. Uh, I just want to remind everyone, hashtag Blaze Election yes. Stream. Get in your comments during the conversation. We will be reading some tweets on air. We love you. God bless you. It's election night in America. This place is killing my life. <laughs> All right.